Hello. Welcome to another dumb show. What's happening? I'm another dumb show host. Welcome to issue number 37? 36. 36. Very close. Very close. Appreciate you guys joining us today. Uh, Dan's here again, sitting in for Larry. What's up, Dan? How are you? Appreciate it. Uh, Larry is still in Ecuador uh, on a a trip with his uh, wife. Uh, Allie is here today. What's up, Allie? Hey, how are you? I'm great. Good. And uh, sitting in on the on the uh, the couch over there. I don't think we've really named that thing yet. It's really a futon, not a couch. But what's up, Campy? Matt Campy's here. How are you, my dude? Okay, so I can't hear myself. I can hear all you guys, but I can't hear myself. It's not the Hmm. end of the world. Classic futon fiasco. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand why that would be. It's okay. No worries. I can hear everything just fine. You can leave it. It's It's actually more comforting on my ears. Honestly, yeah. Just roll, talk louder. Roll with it. How about that? Better? Perfect. All right, good. Uh, Camp is here. And all of you are here. Welcome to you. Uh, big shout out to the League of Dummies. Uh, that's our chat community on the YouTube page. Uh, I want to give all of them a big shout out. Thank you guys for being here today. Uh, I believe, speaking of the League of Dummies in the chat, I think uh, one Matt Campy was first in chat today. I think so, so dude. Yeah, but you know uh, what? I don't know if it counts because... Does I've, that count? Yeah, I had some inside information that's on when, right. the show, when the show was going live, so I don't feel like it counts. So. Right. That's I like have when inside, a, inside information every day, and I'm like, fifth, sixth, this guy's got great internet. It's I like, don't know. On the radio shows, they always say, you know, you can't win. You got to... every Nobody... You can't know anybody... Uh, you can't, no family members, that kind of stuff. When you uh, win prizes, that kind of stuff. So you you knew you knew when we were starting. That's so what I mean. Cheater, yeah, it's it doesn't count. Cheater, so whoever cheater, was second, eater. whoever was second in the chant was technically first. Oh, All right. Man. So uh, Chris Morrow, it looks like. Oh wait. Oh wait. I'm on top. Not live. Hold on. It was Chris. I was it Chris? It was. All right. Yeah, Chris get, get up for Chris. What's up, man? Um, Larry's in there uh, going hard on everybody uh, with why the show starts on time and things like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I just. <laughs> what'd you do i just read his his comment somebody's sweating uh people were giving us a heart and thank you uh i know we probably have some new uh viewers today because i uh i caught up on about oh 200 uh instagram direct messages that behind. i found literally from last year La- i mean i'm still working my way what? through last year i am horribly embarrassed so if i've sent you a message and you just got it i apologize and if you're just now checking in uh thank you i appreciate it so well but larry uh so if you are new to the show larry is uh my co-host here he's currently in ecuador but i'm seeing uh somebody was questioning why we start the show you know we say we go five to seven uh but we don't you know a lot of times we don't start right at five that's called sst sean street time um, so, uh, they're giving Larry a hard time in the chat about it. And Larry, uh, comes real hard back with, I've explained it. And regarding why show doesn't start on time. Really? Why do people feel we are stuck in quote over the air unquote <laughs> broadcasting time slots? This is not a network or PPV pay-per-view. Um, yeah, pay-per-views never start on time. They tell you a certain right. time. That never happens. So uh, just consider us like a boxing match or a concert. You know what I mean? The doors <laughs> open at 5, and when the uh, when the act decides to go live and walk on the stage, that's what you got, guys. So I, w- I would say that's a little bit more of a apt description as to why we don't start on time. You also we- probably get a better result that way also. Like, we, we have, we're not starting late uh, just because. Yeah, no, no. There's always a reason. Um well, the lateness is in part um, because I did get bogged down with all those Instagram messages before we came here. So uh, I ended up getting here late, which did cause me to be behind on everything else. So it is, again, it's SST. Sorry, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but again, 
Uh, don't feel left out if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, the League of Dummies, they're in the chat there on our YouTube channel. Uh, and if you're in the chat, if you've been sending comments, and if I don't see them, don't feel bad. There's a lot in there. Larry's just big, long, and, you know, he's he just let me have it right there. That was hard to, to miss that. Um, but you can always uh, super fan comment in there, and I'll definitely see those, and we always read those. So uh, please go ahead and do that. If you haven't liked uh, today's show yet, give it a thumbs up uh, and uh, subscribe to the channel. You know, all that good stuff. And quit playing with your dingy. Hit the thingy so you know when we are live. Uh, I do read your tweets from time to time. Um, do you have one in there from uh, Ryan? Dan? Oh, uh, yeah. You have that one there? All right. This came in the other day. Uh, this is from Ryan. And if you want to um, tweet into the show, it's just at another dumb show. And I usually tweet the show, uh, the live link to the show. Uh, but I'll be honest with you. Um, brain's not work firing on all cylinders today. I don't know if I got brain fog or what. But anyway, Ryan tweets, uh, please don't uh, at another dumb show. Please don't ever let Allie or whatever her name is on your show again. Her talking about guns made me want to shoot myself to stop hearing her dumbassery of an opinion. Well, I would not recommend doing that. Uh, you can just, um, you know, just either ignore her or whatever. But, yeah, certainly don't do that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that's his tweet. Uh, I I don't know why people are on you so hard, but, boy, you really pissed people off, Ellie. I mean, I tell you what, that store owner thing the other day really let people have uh, yeah, really pissed people off. It made me off. an easy target. Um, yeah, I guess, but it was just. People really went nuts. Um, well, it's really easy to not think for yourself and have an opinion on guns in this country that follows the norm. So don't get them all riled up. Let's not get them all riled up. Opinion. Let's not get them all riled up again. Now, I want to catch everybody up on um, something I found found very odd. Uh, you know, Amanda, who um, does the putrid planners, are a fan, one of the League of Dummies, and she. Uh, oh, big fan of Amanda. Yeah, she takes the baby dolls and she chops them up and turns them into putrid planners. Very scary. I know. Uh, I'm surprised, uh, Campy. Uh, you don't, you haven't bought one of those. You're a big spoopy. What do you got? Uh, spoopy. Spooky <laughs> guy. What do you got? You go. Well, you always got a horror no, T-shirt on. What do you got? Killer clowns from yeah. outer space yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We're rocking. It was today, Halloween yeah. the other day. I did see the uh, Spirit Halloween store just opened up down the street from uh, here at us uh, at One Life to Play. It's like, open already. Well, they've got the signs up and all the doors okay. are open, but all the signs are up. They're ready to do it right down the street. So usually they'll hang a banner up like two months before they open just so everybody knows like hey spoopy season's coming oh by the way spoopy. It, it's spooky <laughs> you said spoopy no, but I know, like spooky i know i got it no, i got no, a no. fat tongue but spoopy's totally acceptable you spoopy? could call it spoopy season as well yeah is that a thing oh no oh, I, I, thing? no i just got a fat tongue guys i'm sorry <laughs> um so uh, amanda uh, or excuse me yeah Amanda emailed in. She said, good afternoon, guys. I just collected 33 more dolls from a rather questionable area in town. I'm not going to say where in town. I'm going to just say a very questionable area that makes me very uncomfortable. Anyways, this woman had a room stacked full of toys. I bought every... I bought every single day that she had. I, I think she meant to say I bought every doll that she had. And I told her if in the future you find any more dolls, please let me know and I will buy more. So attached to the picture of the room of toys, there was literally pathways to walk in this place. That's it. It was my first hoarder experience. Do you know what I'll be doing tonight? Cutting heads off baby dolls. <laughs> so this was, uh, so she was invited and she sent me the DM and I lost it, but uh, she actually sent the DM that the woman said, uh, on how to like what said yeah come to my house i'm never there but yeah come on and i'll meet you there and i'll open up the door it was just a very sketchy situation from from the get-go to be dming people like this gives uh, you real kidnap taken vibes right. yeah it was weird and uh mikey uh super fan donation uh 
just officially got himself not answering on the phones today with this comment. Matt Campy with the heroin today. Step your game up, dumb. Love you all. Well, you just got yourself not picked up today. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, there. So she sent this picture of this room. Film Trigger, super fan donation as well. Showing some love to Allie. Think she's great. Fits the show perfectly. I agree. Cheers. Another super fan donation. Jeez, from Mallory Ann. Love you, Allie. Wow. Okay, so people are fighting back uh, against uh, the vitriol that you've been facing. Now, back to Amanda's email. She goes to the sketchy house, and they say, we've got some dolls for you. We'll let you in, and somebody will be there to let you in. They let her in. reasonable. Now, when they walk in, when she walks in, can you imagine if when you open the door and you see this? Show this thing. Nope. Not Allie. I'm just obsessed with this. The people do not want to see more of me. There it is. Okay, so. Oh, Oh, that's a whole <laughs> now, when she set a pathway into this person's house, I thought she was exaggerating. She was not exaggerating. There's one no bit. elbow room. No, you, you, there. If you're listening to the podcast, just picture like a room in an apartment. You're facing in the doorway and on, you know, towards the corner of the room, and both sides of the room are completely filled with stuffed animals and dolls and other random toys from the f- middle of the room. To the other top corners of the wall. Like door so, to windows, door, ceiling to floor. It's yep. like you're in the valley of a mountain range made of lost toys. Yes, this is the island of misfit toys inside of a room just filled. And there's a pathway to walk through. So just absolutely a, a hoarder house. Uh, no I, doubt about it, right? Or somebody just yeah. collects toys and this they're storing them on there. Hoarders are usually, it's like your life piles up around you. This is a specific like it is very specific. Collection? It's like a, a I, collection I don't really of know. toys. Yeah, like I see. Well, that's what hoarders call it—a collection. Sometimes though, they will have very specific things that they hoard in in certain areas. Like I've seen newspapers get piled in one area. Uh, like ramen noodle cups get piled in another area. Rallies cups get hung on the wall. All that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I actually have a little bit of experience with this. My mom um, is a borderline hoarder. She's not quite there yet. I at one point. Um, uh, where she lives her apartment got so bad that the uh, management of the apartment came and said hey this is so disgusting we're going to kick you out of here if you don't get this place cleaned up and now it's not like uh, i'm some horrible son who didn't offer to help because i i will i will literally go over there just to try to get in there to help clean she will not open the door and let me in she cracks it a little bit and says hey sonny what are you doing here and i go i'm here to get your house in order and she says, oh, no, you can't come in my house. I said, what? She said, no, 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 you can't come in my house. And closes the door and doesn't let me in. My and then calls me and tells me uh, that her house is too dirty and too embarrassing to let me in to see it. My ex's parents were the same way because they owned so much shit that they literally didn't want people walking in their house. They, they didn't want my ex walking in the house because they knew that she like would get on their case about like, you need to organize this. You need to clean this. They're and starting to get to hoarder level exactly, and they're, they're, yeah. they're oh, they want to become hoarders and they're saying, stay out. Let us live the hoarder life. Well, they do like a, a lot of like buy, sell trading. Okay. And so like, I feel like if you live that type of lifestyle, it's acceptable to have a lot of shit in your house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like. It's okay to be a hoarder if you have all your shit in a storefront. You're really technically only a hoarder when everything that you own is within your home. Yeah, you right? live with that exactly. stuff. Exactly. No, okay. Now, I have to remember. I can't remember. I wish Amanda would call in. I don't know if she's listening or not. Amanda, call in. Don't be nervous. I'm not going to yell at you. I promise. Um, yeah, Amanda's in the chat. Yeah, I see. Call 440-844-448-3862. If you don't have that saved in your phone yet, what are you doing, by the way? It's so easy to call. Don't be afraid to call. Nobody's going to bite your head off. All we do is pick up the phone. We put you on hold for a second until I get to you. And then I say, hi, you're on another dumb show. And then you tell me your story. Pretty simple. Nothing to be nervous about. Right, Allie? Right. 
You you hang out with me all the time. I don't bite your head off ever. No. Just Larry's. What? <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Amanda's business is going well despite uh, the uh, going. I'm glad she didn't end up with her head cut off. Uh, and she's actually just cutting off baby doll heads at this point. So, oh, I didn't show her haul. Here's her haul of baby dolls that she got. That she's oh, they already have the stomachs cut out of these. So, oh, perfect. She's ready to gut those. Nice. Okay. Uh, Beheaded, right. be legged. All right, Dan. Here we go. Back. This is where Gordon we get to do the it. dance. Okay. Now we're gonna go to the next one, and then back of the car. Boom. Look at that. Nice. I like how on some of them she cut out the stomachs so she could probably fit another baby in there. That's what I'm that's what I'm wondering. You put a baby's head in that baby's stomach like it's uh, alien birthing it like the movie Alien or whatever. Baby dollception, right? Yes, exactly. Is that a fucking Dora the Explorer in there? I think I seen a Dora the Explorer in there. Yeah, in the middle it looks (laughs) like. Yeah, that is Dora. All right. Well, I don't know. uh, I don't know enough Spanish to make a good Spanish joke there. So sorry. Uh, Hi, you're on another dumb show. Hey, Dom, it's Amanda. Yes. Hey, what's up? Hey, nothing. Just a little nervous to talk to you. Oh, don't be nervous. You, you've you met me in person before. You helped me look for my know, S pen I when know. I dropped it. You know that we're, I'm a nice person. So, Amanda, what what was your first instant? Uh, uh, when you open the door to this apartment where this hoarding is happening, what is your first, like, is the apartment, the whole thing like this? Just one room? No, it's the entire thing. I walk in and she, well, not only that, it was like one of those super old apartments where you just have to go up a million stair like flights and there was like stuff everywhere just to even get to the apartment i'm like oh my lord this is a lot of stuff and she's like well i own the building and i don't live here and i'm like okay so you just collect people's stuff and she's like well yeah when they get kicked out or evicted i just take it and i just leave it in this building makes sense and when i got in there there was like she had it organized, which is really strange. Like there was like Halloween sections and there was like Christmas sections. And then there was a whole, I don't know, island of just pillows. Like every pillow you can imagine, they just stacked to the ceiling. And no, it was that, literally pathways. That makes sense then. Like, it's like you were saying, Campy, they're living that, that fl- she's living that flip life. She's yeah. taking all the stuff that she's just, you know, not stealing. When people leave there, when they get evicted or whatever, or they move out and leave stuff. She's just taking that stuff, organizing it, and selling it. That's genius. Good for her. Do you and call that organized? I mean, well, yeah, it's all toys. You said it yourself. It's very specific. It's all okay. dolls and toys. So yes, uh, and then if that's she's got a, toy a room. Halloween room and then a Christmas room, she's that's actually good for her. If she's, she has it organized when by she room, said it, though, go ahead. Sorry, man. Well, no, it's not by it's not by room. It's just like by sections in the living room. Like you're like, oh, this is this section. This, but I mean, the pathways like you see it in the picture, they're like so small. And I'm like walking and things are falling on me. I'm like, oh my God. And she's like 80 years old. Good stink. And I'm like, oh, gee. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's no air conditioning and it's closed up and it smells, yeah. Musty. Like, and, just, yeah. But no, like no rats and yeah. like not that like a, like the show on the hoarders with like rat feces everywhere and like the toilet no, full of poop no, and stuff I, like that. I did not see any of that. Thank God. Because I wouldn't have bought any of those. I would have been like, no, thanks. I. I mean, I was afraid to tell her what I was going to do with them because some people are going to be like, I don't want to sell you these if you're going to cut them and ruin them. That was smart. But she was like, okay, honey, yeah. Well, she, I, I finally told her. She's like, that's a good idea. If I get more dolls, I'll give you more of them. It really is. I'm actually I'm very proud of you. you good for you for, for yeah, doing you gotta that. Yeah, you got a supply chain now. That's Well, she's smart. I'm a business trying. owner now. Getting them chipped. I'm I sure need to she's... get some stickers and I need a banner. I need to do all of this. 
There you go. Well, I mean, there's a it's easy. Uh, we got. I'll, I'll put you in touch. Uh, email me. I'll put you in touch with our decal guy that uh, wants to do our decal. Oh, good. So, Thank you. Yeah. So Thank I'll, you. I already have your email. So I'll, I'll send you his. So you guys can figure okay. something out from there. Put the getting the league of dummies together. I like it. So well, Amanda, Dude, thank- like I owe you a drink. Like I owe you a drink because this is seriously. I know I've emailed so many times. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. But like seriously, nah. you just gave me this extra push. I fucking do it. I owe you a drink for uh, supporting another dumb show. Uh, if, if, don't worry about it. I'm glad that I inspired you. But if, if anything, I owe you a drink. So thank you for calling in particular. I really appreciate it. Hey. Thank you so much. You're you're welcome. All right, man. Have a good one. Adios. So look at that. Another dumb show inspiring uh, putrid planners and success amongst the League of Dummies. Um, it's probably because they see how insightful I am. Did you guys notice um, what's uh, been going on in the news regarding Aaron Rodgers? Other than his sick ass fucking uh, zodiac crystal tattoo or whatever the hell he got, look at this guy. So I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up, On Dan. If you want to cut to this, actually, I have a picture of it over here. And if you guys remember when we were first talking about this, um, I don't know when he got this tattoo. I said this guy trips. This guy is doing ayahuasca. He that's why he has the third eye. He is uh, he has been enlightened. And he's opened his pineal gland with the use of ayahuasca and DMT. And now the news story came out, I believe, last night or today, or he was on his podcast today uh, of this dude talking about how he took ayahuasca and it changed his life. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I did call it, didn't I? How about that? So here, listen, here's him talking about it on this. uh, I can't remember. Marcus Abrams. Aubrey Marcus, Aubrey Marcus's podcast. So wait, we'll, we'll stick it out till seven, then go watch that guy's show. But here's a clip from it. It's Aaron Rodgers on his podcast talking about uh, his experience with uh, the DMT or his ayahuasca plant experience and how it uh, affected him. And um, you kind of have to say you you took ayahuasca because if people say they've done DMT, it affects you greatly different. I mean, DMT is in ayahuasca, but if you take it. Uh, yeah, the method isolated. Of, yeah, it doesn't affect you. Those the way. method of delivery, um, the, in how you take DMT, very much matters in um your experience with it. Oh, and they, I think yeah, there the you know in the documentary I had watched about it years ago, I think Joe Rogan did. He talked about how you, you there was all these people shooting up. They would there was this uh, uh a whole test where people were getting I think IV drip basically of DMT. And that's what made me want to try it. Well, oh, these are the people the saying hospital, like thousand years of information in 15 minutes. This is this is in, this is what I was so drawn to when I saw all this. That kind of looked terrifying, though, <clears throat> like a little clinical to be doing it in a big so right, you're like white D1. room. Well, we'll we'll come back to that because I actually watched a little something about that. But um, but you're right as far as how you take ayahuasca, whether you take the tea or you take it with you get the you know, you smoke it. Because uh, some people do the dust, and uh, there's lots of different ways that people do it for different reasons. And obviously, he seems to have done it in a med, um, a ritual, uh, medicinal ritual. Um, I don't know where he went to go do it. I think he had to go to Peru to do it. Yeah, I uh, think that's where, like, I think that's where you go to do it. Yeah, that's where the actual people. religion. Uh, that uh, there's an actual religion, I believe, that you know where you you can take this, like peyote. The Native Americans are allowed to use peyote uh, as a religious thing. This. A tribe down in Peru, or not tribe, I don't know, whatever, people in Peru, uh, or take ayahuasca as part of their uh, medicinal religious ceremonies. So uh, so here's Aaron Rodgers on this dude's podcast talking about uh, his experience with it and how 
what I think part of what led him to do it and how he, uh, you know, where, where he went from it. Oh, Mikey's calling. I told you not answering your call. To me, one of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love. And that's what ayahuasca did for me was help me see how to unconditionally love myself. And it's only in that unconditional self-love that then I'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others. Mm-hmm. And what better way to work on for me in my own, this is my own belief, but what better way to work on my mental health than to, than to have an experience like that? I mean, the best, the greatest gift I can give my teammates, in my opinion, is to be able to show up and to be someone who can model unconditional love to them. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's important I play well and show up and lead and all that stuff, but they won't care about what you say until they know how much you care. Everybody reads a lot more than the language that we speak. You know, that's the, that's the biggest gift we can give. It's what we hold and what we carry. And I think the moment that you say, I love myself because you're fucked. As soon as you say because, then you're always measuring that because on a scale with everybody else's because. All right. Uh, very metaphysical and deep stuff there uh, that deep. they're trying to lay on us. But I think that's what happens with that DMT. It's all uh, peace and love and kind of learning about yourself. And I guess it's supposed to be transcendent, like really bring you kind of uh, inner peace with the world. A lot of people take it to cure their like extreme depression and like. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I just watched. I said one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this a little bit was because I went to. Uh, I watched last night. Apparently, I was in a, a Netflix mode last night, and I watched two very Are interesting you shows. To, you know, Netflix and chill. No, no, uh, can't do that right now. Uh, we'll eventually get to that, but can't do that right now. Oh. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I was just watching stuff. I watched this show about hallucinogenics and mushrooms. What was it called? Um, Hell's is it, it a fungi one or the it's like an author wrote it uh it's like how to change your mind or something like that i think it's okay. what it's yeah. called is yeah, that what it's called something like that anyway. along those lines so it's a few different episodes one's about acid one's about um mushrooms one's about uh masculine and or and one's about mdma and i was hoping they would do one about dmt and then they never got to it so i was a little disappointed about that i was hoping they were going to do that but the whole show was about how um, psychedelics are going to be used now for, or, or, or their aim is to move psychedelics back into a space where they're going to be used in uh, pharmacology uh, to just like you said, help treat depression, uh, help people get over PTSD, things like that. So I find it very interesting that to see, you know, uh, and I always said, uh, I told you, I think Aaron Rodgers, he's got that conflict within him where he's got the he's got the two lions in that tattoo facing each other. So he's got the, you know, they got to be the warrior. And then I got to be this passive guy. He's got this inside this constant conflict inside of him. And I think he um, didn't really know himself. And I think the DMT is one of the things that can help kind of lead you to knowing yourself. And I think that's what like loving yourself kind of really means is knowing yourself. And I, I kind of related back to what you talked about the other day, Allie, when you were uh, the thing with the gun and the owner of the shop and not rehashing all that. But at one point you had said that the owner's life, uh, like that guy should put the other person's life ahead of his. And that's, I wondered, do you need some DMT, Allie? 
Do you think you, you need well, to have... I think have, you're putting words in no, my No, no, you didn't. I, no, I did not. Yeah. I, you had said at one point, I don't think... I. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I heard wrong. But, I think you heard wrong. I think I was just genuinely saying that bringing a gun out is equaling a big problem because you're inciting the uh, an excuse to shoot you where they might have just been intimidated. Well, I think we got to... Before, but... We got to a point where we said, like, they're face-to-face, though. I thought you had said that you were kind of a little bit more like, well... Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't need to try DMT because I've done it before. Oh, so. you really have? I yeah, didn't know that. I'm very. Um, yeah, I, I have actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I was in a really. Um, I did it like for why most people do. I was in a really dark place, and uh, I we had a friend who knew a guy who was a uh, going to school for chemistry, so he derived some himself. For real? Yeah, like Whoa. kind of pure. Um, so I didn't do ayahuasca. I kind of wish I could afford to go on some great vacation to go try it authentically in the way you're supposed to and really like honor the experience. Yeah. But, um, I kind of microdosed some and smoked it. Yeah. And, um, crack your head open. I've, I've never tried to kill myself again after that. Oh, wait, you tried to kill yourself a few times in my life. Yeah. I've been really depressed. Holy shit. I'm so confused. Uh, Oh, wait, for a long time. I I thought you were, it's wait a minute. Now I'm very confused. (laughs) Did you, so the way you made it sound was that while you were on DMT, you tried to kill yourself. No, You're saying no. you cured the desire to kill yourself. I was open to the concept oh, wow. of trying this because I was in such a dark place. Wow. I really had, I honestly did not have any idea this is what you were about to say to me. I truly was just, uh, well, yeah. it actually is kind of, I guess maybe it was because I swear you said at one point when we were talking the other day that you, you value other people's lives more than your own. I just really even respect that, human life. Yeah, I don't okay. want to be responsible in any capacity for taking someone's life. Like I try to drive somewhat responsibly. I try to take precautions. Sure, sure. Nobody wants to do that. But yeah, okay, I, I feel okay, very maybe I empathetic you. for other people. Okay, so, but what made me wonder was like, boy, that that was a dark thing and kind of scary thing to say. Yeah. Um. And oh gosh, wow. Um. There's a lot to unpack in that last sentence that she sent to me. Okay. Um. So you took, I don't know where to start now. Okay. So you've taken DMT because you were in a dark place. Yeah. Yeah. Was it in relationship to the candle guy or no, totally different? This was pretty, pretty college related, just yeah. life stressors, life getting way ahead of me. Okay. Just, well, I hate feel like I feel like we're picking on you. I, oh, was, I, I no, really didn't I, want to you know, uh, dive into a bunch of dark stuff. Mental health is stuff. an important thing. No, you're right. It is. Somebody should talk about it. It is. You're absolutely right. That's a good point. I was because, uh, you know, I was one of those. I, I struggle with it sometimes. Today was one of those days where I woke up and just was. I don't know if it's because I watched uh, the Woodstock 99 documentary last night. So I was ready to <laughs> uh, break stuff. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I was uh, I was uh, ready to go this morning for whatever reason. Just one of those mornings where old dumb was. Feeling like freight train, basically. <laughs> Sometimes you got to treat yourself. You know, take um, a health day, sleep in. So, so DMT microdosing uh, experience was post candlestick guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're talking post candlestick. Yeah, yeah, I was in high school for that, so this was more in college. And you had said that yeah, at some point in college, because of you know the situation with the candlestick guy, and if you don't know that story, listen to yesterday. My mental health took a downward spiral after that. Yeah, because he became a stalker and yeah. the school didn't have your back so you felt kind of alone there and you said that it was kind of the, you know, you couldn't really go to class because you were worried about the guy and then I was having panic attacks and heart mm-hmm. palpitations. I fainted. Jeez um, Louise. And then I failed out. Yeah. Happens. And then from there the dark place began. Um, I don't, I think it was when I got back into college I was just overwhelmed again and very mm-hmm. Uh, scared of like uh, failing, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to fail again. And it was a lot to take on 
just classes. And I was starting to feel like I had kind of lost touch with myself. I'd spent a lot of times not getting to know myself. Like, I think that was a little bit of what Aaron Rodgers said too. You really, he needed to get back in touch with himself yeah. and like get to know him. And that's how I felt. I was like, I don't know even what my favorite color is. Like, I feel so out of body at this point in my life. I couldn't tell you if I had a hobby or if I liked anything. It was right. very dark. No, I, I, there's, I'll be honest with you. Other than this, what I do here and being a dad, I feel like I, I'm there. I don't really know diddly about what I myself or uh, anything. So yeah. I uh, maybe I'm due for something like this. What happened? So you well, then. I had been in a dark place and actually I, a friend of ours knew where to get some and knew that it was pretty re- responsible. So we went to his house to do it. And I, um, I, took off. I really was, um, it really only lasts like 10 minutes if you smoke it. Right. It's really short. And I, because I microdosed it, I didn't really go anywhere. I was kind of two places at the same time. I had like, it was like I took a double exposure of my life. Oh, slow down now. So how, how, um, well, they say you kind of you put it on body. Uh, no, uh, like a vape. Oh, really? It was a vape clean like that. It. it was wow. just that. Well, I just we just put the powder in the vape. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I see what you mean. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I thought was, you okay. It and was on the, able, like a coil, and it just burned off the coil it or whatever. Was cleaner operation than okay. that. Yeah, yeah. You're nodding like over there, Dan. Yeah. Did you do this too with her? Yeah, I didn't have quite the same uh, experience. Okay. I mean, all right. I think I maybe also took a little bit more than you. That's possible. Uh, but <laughs> I basically yeah it was like a film peeled back and i was in the room we were in and everything kind of got a little extra orange like sepia tones yeah and then it was like like a double exposure of another reality over top of it where i just felt like i was this ethereal spiral of energy intertwining with somebody else's energy and i was just a braid in space that's weird and I a felt braid in space. I felt like whatever was wrapping around me was just telling me like, it's okay. Everything's good. You don't need to know anything. You are doing what the purpose of life did you, is. Did just you living. gain the knowledge? I felt like I, it was like nothing was said to me, but I got all of the perfect feelings that of like peace. And like, I don't need to understand anything. Doing that was understanding everything. Huh. So what everything they say happens yeah. when you take this actually happened. Yeah. And I didn't really go through a full experience. Mm-hmm. I only microdose, but I really feel like I I gained whatever it was I needed to know to kind of find myself and find like life's purpose at the time. The reset button. That's yeah. That's what total. I was gonna say too. Cause we we I mean, we didn't take a bunch. We didn't like blast off or right. whatever, but it it was a uh, it was like a little reset button. It was absolutely life changing. Like I really, yeah, I honestly probably didn't even experience depression for maybe months or a whole year after that. Mm-hmm. And I and whenever it happened afterwards, it was a little bit more manageable. Like yeah. obviously, Th- life happens. That's you know? exactly what I saw in this video um, or this video, this, this documentary about all the different psychedelics and how they help with PTSD and depression and things like that. Is it? It doesn't completely cure it, but it, it you're able to have the uh, the skills to manage it, basically, it for whatever reason. It gives you a little reason. toolkit to yeah. like, deal with life. And it, it really was like I just was given invisible knowledge that with no words, but all the words at the same time. Now, does this all, but now seeing the, now the Native Americans say this is a connection to the spirit world and the God and everything. Now, is there, or is it a medicine thing just in our brain where some sort of part of our brain that's not being accessed to be able to deal with these traumas is finally able to be accessed because of these drugs? Do you think there's some sort of 
spiritual connection like the Native Americans say? Or? I feel like both can be true. I, I don't like to really feel like I know anything. So, you know, hey, if it's just messing with our brains, mm-hmm. cool. But I will say after I did this, I felt very compelled to believe the fourth dimensional theory. What is that? If you've ever peeped that online, it's basically like maybe aliens exist and they are in a fourth dimension we can't perceive. And perhaps that's why reincarnation's real. Maybe mm-hmm. our souls are intrinsically in a fourth dimension we can't perceive or Inter- interpret because our physical bodies only interpret three-dimensional world, time, space, physicality. Now, see, to hear all this stuff, it drives me nuts because like when I was 18... This was my whole entire world. <laughs> like the doors, Aldous Huxley, Timothy Leary, wanting to explore my, expand my consciousness. Um, yes, this is the key to opening up. Now, at that point in time in my life, I was a very, very, I was, I was troubled, but I was also a, like a jolly fat guy. I was the jolly, a Jerry, I look like Jerry Garcia, big, big beard. Uh, long hair, total hippy dippy dude. I um, forget you used to be like super big. Yeah, I was huge. I, I was, always forget that. Yeah, I, I went through different. Like I was just kind of overweight in high school. Then I got out of high school and I got kind of big again. Then I got like late twenties. I lost a little weight and then I just exploded when I got married to my ex wife. I went up to like went from two thirty five to three seventy five in like a year and a half. I mean, just went. <laughs> Which is crazy because you don't, you're by, like based off of your body uh, structure and type, like you don't look like you ever weighed 375 I, pounds at I, one point in your life ever. I appreciate that. And I think that's because it wasn't like I didn't, I didn't get a uh, bypass surgery or anything like that. I lost it slowly over like five or six years. I mean, it was a, it was a good kind of like where I would, lo- I lost like that first 50, 60 pounds pretty quick, but that other hundred took a while to slowly work its way off. And then I just have kept it off. But I, I know what you're talking about because I see dudes have lost weight and their head looks really weird and they have a really odd, like I have some back fat left, but there's some guys that just, they have this weird ring around them, like the spare tire mm-hmm. that they just can't get rid of. Like I know a guy who used to be really big. He lost weight and he just looks odd. He looked better big almost because he just, he's not wearing it well. It's a so spare tire. I appreciate it. That's literally, looks, he's got one stuck right around his stomach. <laughs> you put a shirt over it and it just looks like a tire sitting on him. So uh, I didn't make that up. It's old as hell, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, going back to your stuff with, uh, with the DMT and uh, I am, I got to try this. I think I officially need to do this. You've I think because I was so, when I was younger, I, like I said, when I was like that hippie guy, I was always so chill and like, even though things were hard, I was always just so chill and like, like the kind of the peace and love dude. And I, I, I never yelled at people when I was like younger, you know what I mean? I was twenties. I was a chill, chill, chill dude. Um, and then I don't know what happened if it was, uh, I just got older and the stress of being a parent and blah, 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 caught up with me. Um, but it seems to have, um, I don't know. Like I, I, maybe I'm due for that reset button. I think maybe I need to uh, drop. What is it? To, drop in, tune in, drop in and drop out. Isn't that what Timothy Leary sure. said? Drop in, tune out. I, I don't know. know. It's six, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the exact phrasing, but uh, somebody who I think might have a little bit of experience with these uh, sort of things is Carrie from Rochester. Uh, so we're gonna have Carrie. Carrie, how are you? What's up, dude? Hi, Dom. What's up, dude? You, um, you, welcome back. Did you stop listening for a day? Did I piss you off? No, I heard. I, no, Were you just playing? I, yeah, no. I, I was really mad. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, yeah, never mind. Because um, I wanted, you know, um, 
so I call I watched the Woodstock thing too, but dude, I was there. Like I worked there. I took a bus there, like to work for these people. And you worked Woodstock ninety nine. This is so good. I'm so happy to hear. Okay, let's do this. I'm glad wow. that you. Yeah. I'm so glad you called, Carrie. Are you? Do you have anything to do? Can I take? Can we take a break and then we come back and talk about this? Because I do want to watch. I want to talk about Woodstock ninety nine because, in particular, the connection that you know I have and the old show has to uh, upstate and central New York, and watching this Woodstock documentary. I just feel like I knew these people very well, uh, very well. Uh, I feel like I've talked to most of them on the phone before, so I'm not even a little bit surprised uh, to hear Carrie say this. So if, if, I, if you've watched the Woodstock 99 documentary or if you know anything about it, uh, I'm excited to hear what Carrie has to say about it. So let's do this. Let's take a quick little break. Uh, let's come back, and then we'll talk to Carrie about that. Uh, can you stick around for a little bit, Carrie? You want me to put you on hold? Can you just hang out? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, cool. Good stuff. So, guys. That's fine. Whoa, it's your birthday? Yeah, it's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Gary. I appreciate it. Aussie Sam. Aussie Sam just sent a uh, super fan donation, said happy birthday to you, Carrie. So, all right, cool. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold. Thank you. Yeah, well, you're willing to hang on. So, at least I can do is wish you a happy birthday. And uh, so, hang on. And I love you. You're great, Carrie. So, hang on, hon, and we'll get uh, get you after the break. Um, Oh, man, this is great. This is great. I'm so excited about what is going on with this thing. it's like hung up. My my phone's being weird today. It keeps hanging. It's not like fully working. I don't know what's going on. Hmm. But yeah, who cares? It's behind the scenes bullshit. You guys don't care. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will be right just about up to happy hour. So maybe we'll start happy hour a little bit early today because, of course, second hour is always happy hour on another dumb show. If you've not had a chance to go to anotherdumbshow.com and pick up one of our T-shirts, I urge you to please do that. Uh, I talked to Larry today, and we um, I'm overwhelmed. He showed me some numbers. I I. I saw the orders that were coming in. I didn't realize you guys were buying more than one T-shirt at a time on some of these orders. So thank you guys very much. I'm very excited to see that some of you picked up two of the T-shirts, all three of the T-shirts some of you guys did. So a big shout out to the League of Dummies and everybody who grabbed the T-shirt. I really appreciate it. So uh, if you have not had a chance to grab one, please go to anotherdumbshow.com and grab one there. Oh, my God. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry, ladies. Daddy's got you. Had to put someone in time out there. Would love to have everybody in the League of Dummies, but uh, quit being fucking weirdos to the chicks in there if you're a dude. Seriously. Just fucking boot you. It's just so stupid. It's so lame. I don't like it. Uh, Trying to have fun and be positive here. Uh, I'm getting emails from uh, a girl in particular in the chat. Her name's Megan. Says dumb, long-time listener of you. I'm so happy you started this amazing show. Without going into too much detail, things have been rough at home, and you guys have helped me out so much. I look forward to chatting with the awesome community you have there. And then says, I could do without the creeps. <laughs> but I love what you have going on there. Uh and then well, something unlike about my- real life, Megan, we can remove the creeps here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We do have the ability to do that. Uh, and then uh, uh, apparently, Mikey and uh, Mikey, or excuse me, Megan and Mikey from Rochester are talking because she said V mix him in more because that voice is fire. So, sorry guys, looks like Mikey's got a little uh, got an admirer there. Yeah. So the first day that I was on the show, I said something in the chat about Megan was hot. Yeah. Which I go like I can't even tell. I've never even seen this girl's face. I know. That's seriously a little. A little it's seriously so tiny. <laughs> Six but it, pixels. But, yeah. but she was hot. So I said something. 
about Megan's hot, and then that's when all the thirst, the thirsties came out, yeah. and they're like, "Oh my god, she's so hot!" That's when all the creeps came out, and that's why at the end of that episode, I tried to apologize. But um, yeah, it's just like if you're thirsty, dude, the way to do it is to not like aggressively harass. Yeah, say hi, maybe well, you know, say KB, hi. I don't know if you knew this. About twenty five percent of our listeners are women, and twenty five percent of our listeners have never been with a woman. So. <laughs> yeah, Oh, that's crazy. Oh, man. Allie, you are not making any friends uh, anytime soon, my friend. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, no, I, I have a couple and that's all I need. Uh, so, Just one. Uh, real quick, I'm going to get Carrie uh, real quick in uh, Carrie from Rochester, who was at Woodstock 99. And I just watched the documentary on uh, Netflix, Netflix about it. Uh, let me grab this phone call here real quick and then uh, we'll get to Carrie. Uh, hi, you're on another dumb show. Who's this? This is Crystal. Hi, Crystal. What's up? Hey, I got a question. Okay. I want an opinion on a stay-at-home mom situation. Ooh, okay. Uh, I like this. All right. Some, you need some dumb advice. Yes, I do. Okay. So, you know, inflation is kind of high, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything okay, costs more. So, it's very, very frustrating. Everything costs a million freaking dollars right now. Yeah, I drive a big old truck. I got two kids. My, you know, my husband goes to work and I actually quit. I was supposed to buy a business and I quit my job and... Um, when I had kids, just because I wanted to stay home with them and have them have me at home, mm-hmm. and um, I'm thinking about selling my underwear online. Ooh, I like this. Now, I think this is it can get you into trouble. I'll tell you right now, uh, doing it online, I think is prob- anonymously online is good. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they they're selling panties in uh, vending machines on the streets in Japan. You know what I mean? So, and yeah. I, and I am of the, uh, if I, again, if I were a woman, I would be a billionaire by now. If I was a moderate, not even if I had, if I looked exactly like this, but had a penis and bigger, or excuse me, no penis, but a vagina and bigger boobs, even with hair, I would, there are freaks out there that would be into me. So if I was a woman in this day and age where you have only fans and all these opportunities to sell, use, I mean, I don't say use your body, but utilize your body or your looks because men are such ridiculous cavemen take advantage of us for all you can i mean seriously if we're dumb enough to give you money to sniff your panties take our money and your husband should be encouraging you to do so as far as i'm concerned especially if you can do it anonymously that is so low risk high reward uh, <laughs> uh, super fan donation. Yeah, that's what my husband said. He's like, he just wants the pictures. He's like, just show me the pictures, but I'm going to do it with my sister in law, which is my husband's sister. So he's like, just don't send me the pictures of her. Yeah. But no. wait, so he, wait, you guys are doing a panty thing together? Yeah, you get a little operation going. We thought, okay, so we want to be different. We thought double worn panties. Like <sighs> I wear them, then she Whoa. does too. Oh, this, damn. Now Holy this, shit. That's groundbreaking. Now I've there might be, this. now this could, this could backfire because no, <laughs> you know, I've bought, I've bought pot from before. And when I have told pot dealers that I like to mix different types of weed together, uh, they wanted, they, they said, wait a minute. Do you know how hard we work on those brands? How dare you mix, mix things. Now I'm a guy who loves a good mix. So maybe she's onto something. But, you like uh, a good potpourri? Yeah, salad. so the problem is, though, is, is you, the other one going to get worried? What if yours are selling better than hers? Maybe you do you do you know what her blend smells like? Because They're going to both wear them. I have more questions about the health end of that. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Are you going to not well, wash well, them and then wear them? Or are you going to kind of say you both wore them? 
Well, we were going to sit in the sauna and take a video of us in the sauna. We just swap panties. Like, I'll wear them. Sweating them, and then she puts them on. Okay, now Girl, you that's guys. That's kind of kinky. It is. I'm hot. I'm looking. For, this is getting me chubbed up over here right now. Just like thinking about this. So this is great. Good for you. I like Crystal's style a lot. Uh, I like Crystal's sister-in-law style a lot. The deviance of the fact that it's a sister-in-law too also adds another layer of hotness to it for me. And family shit right now on porn sites is huge. It's, it's, it's huge. That's right what I mean. The Front deviance page. of it all. It's yeah. just wonderful. I love this. This is. It's turning me on beyond belief right now. This is good. Should we do a video of us like swapping them or like just pictures? Um, just video because you don't need to really swap them. That actually might be like a health concern. But yeah, a video would would show further proof proof that it's actually like legitimate. It really would. I mean, you're going to definitely get. I mean, that's going to drive your your. And what did you find a website to do this? Yeah, it's called sniffer.com. Yeah, I think B one might. How do you spell that? Sniffer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure B1 tried that. I think she started signing up for it and then she just didn't because she's so fucking lazy. She doesn't even want to do the work to wear panties and put them in a bag to mail them. It's just unbelievable. But the thing is, though, Crystal, also when you get in there, they want your panties if you interact with them. It's the ones that like that you're going to you're going to have to start sending messages to them like, mm. Uh, hey, did you like my panties? Or they're going to say, hey, your panties smell so good. And you're going to have to actually interact with them. So that's where your husband might have a problem with it. I don't give a crap. I think I don't, you I know, think it's that's just a part, part of, the, of the thrill of the purchase. Part they of, want a little bit of the tease, you know? It's she, She's, <laughs> do you have a goat? <laughs> Is there an exorcism going on in the background? What was that? What no, was that? Sorry, it's my son. <laughs> Kids are the best. Um, so, yeah, no, that I don't understand. Um, why you don't do it yeah i wouldn't even i actually don't even care if your husband is involved i would just do it if i were you make the present him with the check you don't need to ask permission no i'm kidding it's good that he's in yeah he also said etsy's a good place b1 is constantly not um, the place for sex work do it on sniffer well if you're willing to do the videos why not just go ahead and um like just doing OnlyFans? if you're willing to record i mean What's the difference? I'm a mom and but if you're recording a video, you could do the video without your head in it. She wants to remain anonymous, though, and like I feel like cut with your only, head off. I feel like with OnlyFans, like the no. the, the, the the best thing about OnlyFans is you know whose content you're buying. You like, do, but it's about the panties at this point. So it's the panties and the videos of where the panties are coming from. So maybe you're, she you're, can ask a higher price for the panties on a panty specific site. I don't know. I'm not. An, I'm not into the panties. I never really. I got over sniffing panties when I, I was mean, like we're 14. Thirty bucks a panty if I wear them, but if I'm if they're double worn by my sister in law, that's sixty bucks a pop in my opinion. I mean that is tight. Like that is groundbreaking. Sure, shit right there. And I can tell sure. you right now, uh, you can get more than that because B one was getting more than that before uh, the dude's uh, wife found out about it and started threatening to kill B one on Facebook. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> The uh, so yes, but a buyer, uh, be beware. Uh, obviously, if you're going to remain anonymous, I would say that's very important because um, I still think if this this woman ever runs into B one, she's going to murder her in the middle of the street. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not kidding you. So um, because B one uh, always da- every, like I would say once every six months, she says, "I think I'm going to start the I'm going to start the OnlyFans." Every girl thinks about it. Every six months, do. we go through the same thing, and I just tell her, and she goes, "Would you care?" And I tell her every single time. No, it's your body. Who the fuck am I to tell you what you can do with it? I don't care. I understand we're together, but I don't care. I go, frankly, if you want to go stick stuff up your ass on OnlyFans, I don't care. Go right ahead and do it. 
I don't really care. Uh, but it's I would, nice and respectful. She at least checks in and is like, hey, if I did this, you're yeah. cool? Well, she, well, yeah. I, I mean, I literally went so far as to say that I do not care what, other than like our hardcore getting pounded out by other guys, I would prefer not that. But if you know, if she wants to do all the other stuff, go right ahead. But she wants to do just boob pics. And I said, ah, there might be a niche for that. And she goes, do you know how many DMs I get every day of people asking to see my boobs? And I go, no. And she goes, it's a lot. So I said, then, then why have you, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? So the problem is though, Crystal, though, if, if your, your buddy's friends catch wind of this or your, excuse me, your husband's buddies catch wind of this or your sister-in-law's husband's buddies catch wind of this too, uh, they're going to really want to see this. So especially, are you hot? I mean, I'm pretty fit. I mean, I work out twice a day and. Oh, yeah, obviously you're not not bad looking. Okay. So how old are you? I'm 33. 33. Okay. So this is prime. That's oh, prime. So she's, oh, yeah. That's she's horny too. She, she's about to start heading in where she's horny too. So this is getting her turned on a little bit too. Am I right? I mean, a little bit. Okay, good. See, and that's great. She's pretty hot and I love her. This is great. Is it hot to wear the panties or is it kind of hot to think that guys would pay you? Like, I think it's a little bit of a Don I mean, thing, you know, you've got them wrapped around your finger. Mow the grass in my panties and let my sister on wear for 10 minutes and sell them. I mean, like, what the heck? I actually I, think a part of your branding should, you should tell them where you wore it. Like these ones went to the amusement park. Yeah, and if you have Real a fence, oh, yeah. if you have a fence, just I'm record, record oh. yourself doing it. If you like yes. literally just record those videos of just your ass. Like if you have, if nobody can see in your backyard, just you gardening, like, and just like, and just like the back of the thong sticking out or the back of the underwear sticking out of your jeans or whatever. That's so, called a, a whale tail. Yeah, the whale tail. Oh, that's a good idea. So they're all like, oh, I got God. 11 acres of farm, so you I'm know. about to be picking peppers with my butt in the air. Oh, they're going to yes. love that. You can, you're going to find some real niche dudes, too, some farmer guys, too. So they're going to be extra. Oh, you got a lot going on there. I think you definitely need to take care of this. Yeah, especially don't blame inflation. Okay. Just blame it on wanting to make money and take advantage of dumb dudes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're not like too hard up but i'm like you know if i can make easy money just wearing a pair of underwear like doing the stuff i do on a daily basis like come on now good for you do it i don't blame you i think more women should be doing this <laughs> honest to god it's like especially right now with everything if you're like if you're a single mom in particular and you're even moderately good looking and you're just not cutting you're just not making that money you just want some pocket change you know? need some extra money school's yeah. coming up why in the world wouldn't you do this I've Nobody wants to see a bad it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it makes sense. It just seems to me, it's just yeah, such I mean, a, it's to be something like, I almost want to like my daughter's old enough to make her own decisions now, but I wish I would have taught her. <laughs> you should take advantage of your body and utilize it. I didn't, she wasn't with me. So I couldn't tell her like for in her formative Odd years. advice from a dad. I, yeah. My well, dad's a little inappropriate, but I don't think he's ever encouraged me to sell my body. No, no, I'm not, t- not sell it. No, no, no. Don't become a prostitute. But Hey, don't sex work and well, it's you selling your body one way or that another. Too, but yeah, you don't have I guess. to use it. You hey, just pick it. Whatever uh, floats your boat and whatever pays your bills, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, selling yep. undies is easy. Feet picks easy. It's the porn and that's a little bit more of an. And ask. I would, um, you guys will be able to buy a bunch of pacifiers too, so you'll be able to put those right in those kids' mouths. That's what I'm saying. Is she at, <laughs> are you sure she's at home with the child, oh, yeah, or is she sorry. at a daycare? No, right I, now? I'm just busting your chops. It's okay. I know how kids are. It's all good. So, all right. Well, Crystal, thank you for calling and asking for some dumb advice. I'm looking forward to uh, finding out how things will go. Send us the link if you if get it active. I'll, I'll I'll tweet that shit. I'll tell everybody. One of my listeners started her own panty page. 
And I'll tweet it. I'll tweet Hell the link yeah. for you. I'll, I'll be happy to do that. All right? Thanks, Dom. I love and miss you on RMG. I listen to him every day, and you're the best. Well, you can listen to me here every day from 5 to 7. I appreciate it. I will. My kids will be screaming. It'll be great. I'll just be taking over. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'll let them. They can scream all they want. Thank you, Crystal. I appreciate it. All right. Now, I promise we get to carry, but um, we have somebody else calling in right now who I pr- we probably should grab real quick because we were worried that this person was dead. We we had no idea what had happened um, to our old friend. Where the hell is it at? There it is. All oh, right at the top where it belongs. Because Larry, he's in Ecuador, but he's also on another dumb show. Larry, what's up, bro? How are you? Uh, are you playing the music right now? I am, of course. Yeah, Absolutely. You are. Of course I am. How are you? You're in Ecuador. Why wouldn't I? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't know how the signal would be. Do I sound okay? You sound all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Not much. Hey, um, I wanted to find out. I don't know who you were talking to on the on the line there, but she can go ahead and send me a DM, and I, I can determine how hot she is. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, there I'll, I'll be now, the judge in this. Yeah. He's gonna. He's our raider. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, and how is, uh, how's the trip done? And Carrie, I promise I'll get to you in just a sec. We'll just, I just want to check in with Larry cause we were worried that he, we didn't hear from him yesterday. Nobody did nobody on the show, not even Lou. So we were worried that, uh, you would uh, come to some sort of demise. My friend, you're okay though. No, no, we went, we went to this cabin. I'll tell you more about some details of it later, but we went to this cabin and we did not know that there would be absolutely zero signal. Oh. And I was basically off the grid for uh, about 25 hours. Okay. It, you literally were because we were all, that's, I would say just about how long we didn't hear from you. And we were all starting to get a little concerned and Googling, you know, uh, b- uh, blow ups in uh, Chile or Ecuadorian whatever. Ecuadorian emergencies. Yeah. Ecuadorian emergencies yeah. or earthquakes and stuff. So good. Well, thank, thankfully no, my, you're my, okay. You know, like the signal bars, you know, like the signal bars, like if I get low signal, it'll, it'll go to E. This thing literally said like just a circle with a line through it. Oh yeah, like, like no smoking. Oh, airplane mode. Okay, I kicked in. You got nothing. Okay, so you're in the middle of nowhere. Not even that. You made to show me an airplane. You made to show me airplane. I would have been happier. You know, it didn't show me anything. <laughs> well, but it's, it's it's been all right. It's been fun though. It's been fun. That's good. Everybody's safe and sound. Then and you're having a great time. I'm happy to hear that. So Tony in the chat called me out. He called he called me out through the same reason we call him out in the chat instead of chatting about it, calling about it. I'm gonna go ahead. I decided I'll call in about these these uh, folks in the chat. I got a couple bones to pick with them. Okay. Whoa. Okay. First of all, the start time. Like you said, just deal with it. When the main event happens, the main event happens. You come in, grab the seat, make yourself make yourself at home. When it, when it starts, it starts. If you missed it, you can watch it again. Amen. Um, Larry. Number two. Number two. I gotta say. Um, I heard a lot of the um, the hate uh, on Ali. I rewatched the show this morning uh, once I got into some, some signal range. Um, I I may not agree with all of Ali's points, some of Ali's points, but I I need the listeners and the viewers to understand. You don't have to hate what a, a whole a whole person for one opinion. Like you, you got to act like an adult here. Somebody says something that you disagree with. You hate the whole person. Like I, I, I just don't understand this. No, I appreciate your support, Larry. I just think everybody's a little irrational. It's all right. Maybe me too. Who knows? No, it, 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 this is not in defense of you either. Like 
but that I <laughs> this is just I, what, I, what, I, what I'm out here. <laughs> in general, you're saying don't, don't, to get, don't, don't hate somebody just because yeah. they have an opinion you're saying, Larry? Yeah, yeah. And everybody's opinion, like, so what I'm hearing is, like, from one day, there was an opinion about guns, and then another day, there may have been a, I'm necessarily contradicting opinion, but um, a tangent opinion about guns. But what it comes down to is that they're situational. So she was explaining... Allie, you 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 explained something that happened in your college, right? Yeah, yeah. I I was talking about that yesterday on the show with uh, who we uh, named Pooh Bear, I guess. Mm-hmm. I love Pooh Bear. In That's passing. great. Yes. Yeah, I had some dark experiences so, in college I mean, with him. <laughs> well, but I think like your opinion on things and your reaction to things at a younger age may be different than your opinion at an older age. But even if it's the same, even if you have the same opinion. It's still situational. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get mad at somebody? If, so, if somebody says all day, like, okay, he should have, he shouldn't have killed the dude or stabbed the, 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 what the store owner did. But what if that dude that was robbing was like your brother? You were, no, there's no doubt you would have a different opinion about that. Oh, sure. So I could see where, right. Maybe if I was the person in that situation, maybe I would quickly pull a gun if I had it right next to me. But, it, when I'm removed from the situation, it's really easy to be critical, right? And say, hey, maybe don't bring a gun. Guns equal gun problems. So there you go. That, that, that's, all, that's all I wanted to say. I need to get those two points out because I, I, I said it in the chat, but I want to make sure if you're not in the chat, people at least heard it. Stop hating people for an opinion and just wait until the show starts. That's it. Hey. Perfect. We awesome. saw you going crazy in the chat. We love that. Dan, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Come back, please. <laughs> Dan says, I don't want to do this anymore. All right, dude. Good stuff. Well, be careful. Enjoy the rest of your uh, time, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, man? Yeah, I'm still watching. I'll give you guys all the updates when I get back. All right, sounds good. All right, dude. We'll see you. Later, man. Bye. Oh, oh see shit. Ya. I hung up on him. Oh, uh, super fan donation there. Uh, trash guy Matt said he had an ex sell the socks she was wearing for forty dollars. Gross. See, yeah, that's Matt. Can you can you send me that guy's details? Yeah, it's easy peasy, man. I got a so, lot of socks. All right, I she did not hang up. She's still saying, uh, still, uh, still sitting here on hold, waiting to tell us her story. Oh, uh, after a half hour, Carrie from Rochester, dude, I am so sorry. I was not expecting Larry to go into uh, stuff from shows that are two days old. Uh, <laughs> we're just gonna catch up on uh, on Ecuador, but. But uh, Carrie, what can I do for you? What? So we left off uh, that you had been to um, going to uh, you. You. I watched Woodstock '99 last night, and I said that I felt like I had a special, con- even though I wasn't there. I felt like I had a special connection to it because of the uh, our show and the old show's connection to uh, upstate and central New York. And shout out to Blue Wolverine in there. Uh, Chad is living, growing being. You cannot control it or its opinions, Larry. That's right. You just put them in timeout when they're being creeps. It's the um, thing, all right. So, Carrie, you were you said you went and worked at Woodstock '99, and if you don't know what Woodstock '99 is, it's uh, the complete opposite of what the original Woodstock is. It was a what, original Woodstock was supposed to be uh, a corporate, peace, yeah. Well, it was a peace and love festival, the original one, and then the yeah. one in '99 turned into a corporate greed fest uh, for um, basically for the promoters and everybody to make a bunch of money. Uh, and they were gouging people uh, while they were there at the concert. Uh, like, you know, at the time, $4 for a bottle of water was outrageous. You know, now, you know, in our time, that's probably like a $20 bottle of water. 
Mm-hmm. Have uh, you been to a, a concert lately? It is. Is it twenty bucks? Five no, fifty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I that so, sounds low. Well, that's that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you think about the changing prices and stuff over time, though. That would probably if they're they're saying four dollars gouging them, then I'd say that's twenty twenty five bucks now for a bottle of water or something. So the kids were losing their minds. Uh, limp biscuit, uh, full first corn, first corn biscuit, biscuit, first root, corn, no. first corn, uh, came on and just destroyed every, the the and just killed fucking on the first night on Friday. Rocked it, dude. That was seriously. Rocked. I was uh, B one was watching me turn back into a twenty year old boy uh, because I was like bouncing out of my seat, uh, going nuts, head banging. Uh, and I was really kind of huge, not huge into that music at that time, but just enough to be into it because I was more into gangster rap, I'd say, at that time. But I did like all those tunes and I knew because they also kind of had that rap, rap rock vibe, which led leads us to the second day and Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock and uh, Break Stuff. And boy, did they start breaking stuff at Woodstock 99. Now, I've watched two different documentaries about Woodstock 99. First one I watched specifically blamed it on angry white men the whole thing the hbo was, doc yes it was just the i think it was H, i don't even remember where it was, it was but HBO. it was just basically about how awful uh white guys all were. the white guys are in like the world all the attendees yeah. yeah all the attendees not a great they didn't even go in well, there were awful things going on you know there were rapes and sexual assaults oh, and geez. girls would take their boobs out and guys would start you know groping them and stuff i mean what what how stupid are these guys more girls will take their tops off if you just let them take their top off and look at it. Don't start going to try to grab them. Like, it's like the guys in the chat that are the creeps. Just That's, Respect the free yes. titties. The, yes. Just sit back and enjoy it and go, yes, this is heaven. There's 250,000 people here. Half of them are women and half of them have their boobs out. Exactly. Just put your hands in your pants and crank it out if you have to. My God. A lot of dudes don't realize if you actually back off your chances are a lot better of, you know, getting that experience yes. or seeing that shit. The more that you like try for it, the the harder chance you're going to have at seeing, t- seeing those tits or getting that girl or whatever the fuck. It's very so, easy to be obsessive compulsive when you see a nice rack. Film trigger. I'll come back to the, your super fan donation in there, by the way, asking about my weight, but I got to get to carry. So, and I, and I say that I felt like connection to all these people as I'm watching this, because it, uh, I know Mikey, Mikey from Rochester. I know Carrie. I've been, I've been to Rochester multiple times. Uh, and I know this wasn't in Rochester. I think it was in Rome, New York. But I remember on the way to Rochester, I passed signs for Rome. And I feel like I might have been at another concert in Rome, just not at this location because they held it at a military base. And Carrie, you were you said you worked there at Woodstock '99. Were you one of the um, like uh, security peace people? Patrol. Yeah, peace patrol. No. Were you not a peace patrol member? Okay, what wh- how did no, what did you do working? I write- I was going to be a vendor, so me and a bunch of my friends, we rode a bus there, like, from Rochester, and, like, you know, we got our ticket paid, and then we were supposed to get paid. Well, Friday night, I quit, because everyone was furious. They were charging $15, I think, for a burrito, and $4 for a bottle of water, and, like, dude, these kids paid so much money to get in, and then, you know, and the military, it was so hot. And there was no trees. That's what they said. Anywhere. No shade. 115 degrees. No shade anywhere. Except they were. They was in the documentary. They had people hiding under like trailers. Yep, Little, trucks, they were, yeah. Yeah. Like, they were just laying everywhere. Yeah. No. It was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like it was. Corn was like Friday was great. Like I quit my job. I was having fun. Corn was amazing. But like 
I, I didn't go anywhere near the stage because, you know, I'm little. Yeah. I would probably break. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, then when Limp Biscuit, like, you could just feel like the energy, like, was just bad. Like, you could still you know, do, I, I, well that's what they said right at that moment right as corn started the whole vibe kind of started to change because they're so hard and he came out with the, are you ready she and said, just, yes, skip, it, it was so good oh my god i was like so happy during that i would have like, thought and, i mean that would have had me i i'm getting amped up just thinking about being at that like i would I, yeah, no, I, dude i was tripping so hard oh my god i was so happy i was like <laughs> yeah it was amazing I, and he and uh what's the lead singer of corn's name jonathan jonathan davis that, jonathan yeah so uh he talked about how like because in Looking out from that stage, I, I've been fortunate enough to have been on a stage where I've you know seen fifteen thousand people out in front of me, cheering and having a great time. That is, he said, he goes, that is the most intoxicating thing. No drug can top that, and he is absolutely right. That feeling when they're like, it's you a get a chanting high. back with you and having yeah. fun. It is fucking awesome. It is intensely fun. So to yeah, get no, during that. Oops. Sorry. No, yeah, During just... that documentary, they were talking. They were talking about Fred Durst, how they could see like his ego, and the other one, yes. and what other they're called, That's exactly... all fighting because, yes, dude, that was because. He could have like tossed it, but he like kept going. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like, what I loved about it thing. because it was the opposite of Jonathan Davis, who was just amped up music. Yeah, no, like Jonathan keep... Davis was like, stop touching the girls, stop it, like. He was trying to come. Yeah. Yes. And then in the documentary, in the documentary, they go on to explain how Fred Durst, you like, and you show it, you can see him. You could see the look on his face where he's at the moment where he sees everything amping up. And he goes, I could tell these people to chill out. Everybody back down for a little bit. We're going to take a minute, maybe, you know, get, get some water, you know, just something, maybe a joke, do something, have something funny happen to try to make them laugh. Instead. No, he just starts going, you know, you got girl problems. You got boss problems. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I could just imagine me being there in that environment, drunk, amped up. You've been fucking amped. Oh, my God. I would just been. I, I watched this mosh pit start and I'm not even a mosh guy. And I just know that I would have my goal would have been wherever I was at in that crowd to put my head down like a freight train and just try to plow right through the front. <laughs> and I don't know. There's no way I would have done it. But that would have been my goal. They would have had me so amped up that I'm yeah, no, getting... And then you would have, like, broken your neck. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oh, my God. The, there's so many broken legs. Moshing there's, on that people, level? There was people hurt everywhere, like, broken legs. Like, people oh. were just passed out. Like, it was... It was yeah, no. And then <laughs> fr- Sunday? Sunday. When everything set on fire, dude, I just ran, like ran back to the campground, but we couldn't leave because the bus didn't leave till Monday morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So did you get stuck then when it, um, like, wasn't there like, didn't like all the porta potties flood and there was like piss and shit everywhere? Yes. yes that's what I was just yes, saying. Yes. Did, were you drinking day, that? Were they you, all flooded. Did you get trench mouth? No, no, I didn't. No, I brought water and I was allowed to bring it because I worked there. You are so lucky. You are so lucky because I know, the- dude. I heard that today. I was like, oh my god, like I would I think I would kill myself if Yeah, the water me. because then the porta potty and the fresh water, the porta potty runoff somehow got mixed oh. with the fresh water uh-huh. and the people were drinking shit water. Mm. Stop. One yeah, girl- and dude, the first the first day 
they turned over all the all the garbage cans and were literally beating on them <laughs> for three days. Three days. Dude, if I was there now, I would just, my mind would break. I think it just depends <laughs> on who you are because, like, if, if you're, like, to me, that sounds like that event would have been fucking lit. Yes. To call that a disaster. That's because you and I can't be. It's an uh, opinion. B1 was watching this uh, with me and she goes, this is the scariest thing I could ever imagine being a part of. As I'm sitting there. Terrifying. On the edge of my seat being like, oh my fucking God, I wish I was at this fucking thing. It's a lot of fun until you think about getting hep B from like drinking water, you know? Well, that, well, this woman said she woke up in her one, I think Sunday or Saturday, Sunday morning she woke up. And the entire, her gums and the insides of her mouth and her lips and everything were covered with ulcers and sores. And that's what trench mouth is from drinking unsanitary water, water with crap in it, basically. And just enough, just enough that you can't really tell. It just tastes like kind of dirty water. Uh, but it's actually crap water you're drinking. Uh, oh, so these poor no. people were, and I we laugh about it, but it was a complete and total meltdown of the infrastructure by, by the promoters and the everybody that put it on and put it together. And I, I, I've worked behind the scenes with people, not to the extent that they did it or whatever in the old festivals or whatever, but it, there's a lot of detail that went, now I understand why they took such great care to make sure there were enough porta potties. The beers weren't too expensive. The waters were affordable, things like that. Because right. me, I would think, man, this, you know, why not charge more? But no, it makes them nuts. Like people, if, it's, if it gets too hot, the weather gets weird, uh, anything starts going wrong, people start rebelling. And you got oh, that many people. Just being this, hot and dehydrated at a concert is going to make people antsy, fiery. Yeah. Well, Mikey brought up a good point uh, at Bonsai. A All few right, years. I'm going to go. go. I'm going to dinner. Well, I'm yeah, glad. Yeah. Hi, Carrie. I'm sorry. I meant, I meant to let you go, too. I apologize. Thank you so much for hanging on, by the way. I really appreciate it. That was nice of you to do that. Yeah, no Seriously. worries. I was, I was driving. Normally, I would have hung up. But. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest. Well, happy birthday, dude. Uh, be careful. Okay, don't do anything too crazy, all right? Is this the I'll concert? I'll try not to. All, all right, right, bye. Bye, Carrie. Bye, Carrie. Is this the concert that uh, they were just like slinging mud at Green Day? and That was the 94 one. Oh, okay. There was go. mud at 99. Then they were like throwing it at Sheryl Crow. And I think it, they talked maybe their When you jewel. say 94 one, is that a, just a different Woodstock recreation? Or no, you they mean did like a, Band-Aid or something? No, they did a Woodstock fest? 94, I believe, that was just kind of like, uh, it was just a... It was a failure because of the weather. It rained and it was just oh. gross. And, and they I were throwing mud and stuff. Chili and peppers were there. And no, no, that was the end of 99, at least. I don't know if they were at 94. I honestly okay. don't know really much about 94. Maybe Mikey can help us because Mikey uh, was texting me while this was going on last night. And I hope he remembers. Uh, he, Mikey, do you remember? Was your favorite part of that my favorite part? The thing that you sent me? The, the DM you sent me with that dude? The oh, dude, I, that's what that's what hooked me. Oh in my the god! First five minutes. Yeah, there's a guy hey, in dude. this. Hold on, let me say. It. There's a guy in this that oh. looks. Uh, he's like Beavis with a little bit longer mullet, <laughs> and he talks about his experience. And the whole time he's like, <laughs> he's like, like he laughs and he's like, oh, bro, I was tripping and took much and like, and he's like, and Fred Durst is just like us, bro. We wear DC shirts, and I mean, he was he, he's it was so was funny. Stuck. Stop uh, listening, mom. We almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. I I really enjoyed uh, that documentary, and it made me think of Mikey very much so because I know Mikey would have been. Yeah, this would have been his yes. mecca as well. This is just a rage Dead. fest of just. I mean, Mikey would have been burning. There was a guy at one point. Because, oh, there was a pay per view uh, event that was going on there as well, 
and they were blaming the board on his head. The guy with the board on his head, Mikey. That was you. That's that's, that's exactly who I, I saw that, and I said, "Holy shit, that's Mikey." And B one was like, oh. "Yep, that's young Mikey. Uh, that is absolutely you." So I'm glad we're on the same page, dude, because I saw yeah, that. Dude, that 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 documentary, dude, it, that had me all kinds of fired up. That, that, I mean, unreal. Amped I, I mean, up, I not died. fired like angry. Amped up like God. This would have been one of the greatest nights of my life. Yes. Three days of just yeah, fired up, debauchery. Up. Yeah, that's, that's when somebody starts saying there were no rules and there was nobody in control. I was just, my eyes got big. I got goosebumps and I was like, oh my God, this would have been so much fun. Yeah. But then when you kept sitting there going, when are they going to go to the vendor village? Like, how come they're not stealing all that shit? (laughs) And then then they got into the documentary and and the dude was like, there was just a black cloud of people coming. And all I pictured was like the Game of Thrones and when the Dark Knight was coming or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, the the walkers on the way, the whole white walkers coming. But no, that, and I, that actually, I don't think I would have been involved in the stealing stuff. I would have been breaking everything, climbing, climbing on those towers, trying to burn stuff. I would have done all of that. As soon as they handed out those, and what a fucking bunch of dumbasses with the candles at the end. Oh my God! Is what do you? Why do you give? Not, I don't want to. I, I don't want to spoil it or anything. But what do you news. think about? Like, I'm not gonna bring it up because the end of it. The what? The what? The uh, conspiracy about that was. What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Just say it. They, Who cares? They, they, it's they, from they, 1999. They, if you don't know what happened, Woodstock 99 they, by now. They, they talked about. They talked about that Woodstock wasn't as big in the news as it was in '69, and it didn't have that pop and everything like that. So that one dude, Michael Lang, handed out the candles, knowing full well. That this would become an event that would be talked about oh. forever. Oh, so yeah. oh, knowing like, that they would light like, fires. The match, no pun intended. Oh, oh, well, I didn't actually catch that part of it. I didn't really uh, pick up. I wouldn't put it past him. It seems as though that that guy, um, the whole peace and love thing, was a bunch of bullshit from that guy, and he was just well, totally. Yeah, that dude died three months after the documentary was aired. I don't, I don't know if that has it. <laughs> I mean, I just I mean, he died. It's just a fun. Well, I don't. He was just the, the one dude that ran it. I didn't. Um, his his interview sucked, but the other dude, the money guy, yeah, you could tell he was full of shit. Oh yeah, yeah, time. they were lying through their teeth during the press conferences during that day and everything. But um, yeah, it just really made me think of our New York fans, and I just, I just, I got it. it just, I know I was watching that going. I those are those are my guys. Those are my fans right there. <sighs> like these people are now in their you know they're my age now. Uh, and uh, they probably were at this, and uh, these are my guys. These are my people, except yeah. for the rapists. I don't like any of those guys. <laughs> there were like a, the, the think, amount of people I know that went, man. It's just it, it's unreal. I, I'm glad that I was 13 at the time and I couldn't go because it, I uh, would have sent me down that path a lot earlier. That's for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, Mikey, it would have been good. But yeah, at the end of it, it was Mike Red Hot Chili Peppers ended it, and then the, yeah, the way they ended it too was. And it's smart the way at the old festival too. That's why they didn't just end the show. Concert doesn't end. They do the fireworks for people to, you know, file out. Woodstock 99, red hot chili peppers just go, just kill it. And then they just end. And then it's just and um, it's a video of Jimi Hendrix playing guitar. They, That's how you, they end it. Don't you and think lights out. Probably, you go home. Have a good day, guys. They probably had to, though, because they knew that they they at the end of it, they had to be like, wow, this was a shit show. Like, this was a total shit show. But you have but it, the, but the planning ahead, you have to understand. It's like at the end they of my, even fireworks. my small events, like I have a exit strategy to help people. You know, it's it's a there's a way to get them to move, oh, yeah. go, get out the door, you know, before they're actually supposed to get out the door. You could kind of get that kind of going like. 
that's why like at the old festival they'd put up the fireworks so if people wanted to sit and watch the fireworks they could and then the people you could actually physically watch them as you're leaving so there's not like a big you know it it was just it was a natural kind of ramp down from the of so the festival this was and just like hitting a wall exactly just boom, done. they're just ramping and ramping and ramping and ramping and ramping and then they say shut off yeah and all these kids who just are already raged. And if you watch this documentary, I really recommend Campy Go. You go watch it. Um, well, I've seen the HBO one. This is a totally different one. It's made for us. The other one's made for um, women uh, to, to hate, hate men, to hate angry white. Men. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, and arguably they have some very good points in that because there were some really horrible things that happened there, and uh, so they do have some good points. But it did show. The fun of what people were there for. They were there for the moshing and the rate and that, that kind of music. But that kind of music, it promotes rage. You know what I mean? It's angst filled music. Limp Bizkit and Bizkit. Why? God, my fat Limp tongue. Biscuit. Limp Bizkit. Biz, it's the Z. I'm trying to say the Biz. Z and I go. I think my favorite part in the doc is when Kid Rock comes out on the stage and he's wearing the big white fur coat. And he and he's got, I think his name was Joe. He was like the little guy. Who Look, was like Joe C. Little, Joe C. Yeah, Joe C. And he comes out in the big white coat and he said, he, it's like he comes out with a mic. It's the first thing he says. He's like, Monica Lewinsky's a slut and Bill Clinton's a pimp. And then, just, <laughs> and then it just goes into fucking, I don't even know, Bob with the Bar or something my, like that. Yeah, that's when Kid Rock yells, my name is Kid. And yeah. they go into Bob with the Bob. But, and I was a... um. I think Kid Rock is the corniest, cheesiest guy in the world now. Yeah. But in 1999, he was God to me. He was God to me, too. But I was in nine at eyes. the time. You were oh, a little bit older. I mean. 1999, I was 21. Okay. 20, yeah. Just With to, a lot of retrospect, he's been corny the whole time. But Well, not in 1999. I, that's I was what not. was cool then, though. This, that, this, what he's doing then was cool at the time. But limp, they was. Yes, it was. Limp Bizkit. All that stuff. That's all, so corny. Like, all that That's so yes. corny. It, now we look back at it and we hear the word rolling. And I think of my buddy in his car and they, like the part in the song rolling where he he literally, my guy had a dance move where he would go, move in, now move out. Hands up, hands down. He had this whole thing he would do in the car while he was driving. And I would just be sitting there next to him going, Oh my god, this guy's such a fucking dork. <laughs> but I like I, but I couldn't tell him because he was my buddy, so I just let him do it. Um, but man, what a nerd. I feel like it kind of goes full circle and back to what Larry said, like about the whole age perspective thing. Like you might feel yes. how you feel on things now, but it might change it when you get older. Like at, at the time when I when Kid Rock was popping and Limp is getting corn, I was nine. And granted, like, okay, let's just go Kid Rock specifically. Like, yeah, Kid Rock may always have been corny. But like to a nine-year-old, I was like, oh my God, Kid Rock is yeah. shit. Oh, dude. a 21-year-old single dude, American badass is the coolest thing ever. I mean, like he all he, he talks, was always like a wannabe rock star. Like, he was he banging Pam act. Anderson. What are you no, talking he's, he's about? Rock star. Yes, he's like legit. Other he's, rock stars that were he's so way rock worth star. Paying attention he's to. so rock star. He dressed like Liberace. I definitely think if I was your age back in the day, I would have been like looking up to the bands. I don't know about Kid Rock. He just looks so goofy. Well, yeah. Well, that's part of what happened in the middle of it. They brought Bush out. Nothing wrong with Bush. I love Bush. Ugh. Doesn't really blend with Kid Rock and no. Limp Biscuit. So no. <laughs> it's a big. Uh, it was a very weird. And it's funny to watch those guys go back and say, "No, I no, I knew nothing about those bands." How do you put on a show and not know literally anything about the bands? I don't expect you to be the biggest fan of them, but maybe you just throw on their top hit, and you hear break stuff and go. Oh, maybe these guys aren't going to be at my festival. I you really do don't due diligence before yeah. you take the gig. Literally maybe. listen to one of their songs. I would argue is pretty uh, just simple due diligence there at that point. Um, 
<laughs> who knows? So, um, well, uh, hold on one sec. Uh, so, uh, I got, I got a super fan donation that came in. No, we're not even in the same continent. I've, I've, I've offended Larry. Oh no! Yes, he sent in his own super fan donation yep. of five dollars to make sure I see it. He said, "Sorry, I derailed the show. Thought <laughs> thought to save good stuff for next week. Uh, biggest thing past couple days was being off the grid, but I have some video to share." And he t- he gets really takes everything very personally, very personally. Just 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 trying to segue into the next thing, and he boy gets very. It takes everything very personal. He's like Aaron Aaron Rodgers, dude. He just takes everything to heart. He needs to love himself more. Maybe try some DMT. Yeah. See if that works out for him. He's pretty close, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's literally right there. Maybe he should. Larry, you should take a detour down to Peru. Take Screwy D. Yeah, go do some ayahuasca. Grow your hair out, put it, slick it back, put it in a ponytail. That's you right. Look like the fucking Salem witch trial judge. Up, uh, <laughs> I did. I, we had the video. We never played it when he showed Aaron Rodgers showed up to uh, Packers camp in the uh, Con Air outfit. That was so good. Oh, good that's for him. Oh, he good. Did that? Yeah, he looked yeah, just he like Nick Cage. Yeah. In the wife beater? Oh, it was no, badass. In I like all. It. I might have that. Wait, hang, hang on. on. Had, Give wait, me a sec. Yep. Wait, was he wearing the wife beater? Oh, yeah. And the hair oh, and no everything. Spoilers. Oh, my no God. Spoilers. Wait, did he? <laughs> Stop. That's awesome. Dude, that's the best. That's the best. So many. Con Air is so underrated. People like that. People that have never watched Con Air, I highly recommend watching it. I can't it, find it, sure. but. Um, What's that other great Nick Cage underrated Minutemen? Right? Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men oh was pretty good. Oh my god, a, if you've never one. seen Matchstick Men. You know what? I, I do need to watch that uh that new one with the He has like insane OCD in The that. new one's like it's so great. I'll have Nick to, Cage he, the movie. Making fun of himself. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That one I want to see. But here it is. So here's a picture of Aaron Rodgers uh imitating Nick Cage when he showed up to camp uh, a couple of weeks ago. I know this is an older pick, but you're gonna so there you go. Oh my yeah. God! Yes, pretty good, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, they have like a full have... video of him walking out. That's fucking shit. sick. If his face was tilted down, they're the same person, right? I mean, it really is very yeah. good. And he, I think he, <laughs> his comment when he posted it, he said something along the lines of, "I think he said put the bunny back in the box yeah, or whatever from the line from the movie." Yeah, it was a good line. So, <laughs> see, this is why I need to get back on Twitter for content like that because I totally, <laughs> I totally missed that. I thought it was Damn. fun. Um, it's hilarious. How are things going with you, Campy? Are you getting ready for you starting college I'm start, soon? Starting uh, EMT classes at the end of the month. Yeah, Campy was here last week. You let us know he's uh, just signed up for college. Uh, like the, I think the day you came in last week, right? Was it you was, signed up that day or yeah, whatever? That same day. Yeah. And then uh, now, so you're a week out. Are you regretting your decision? Are you looking forward to it? Well, no, it's not a week out. It's only like the, no, no. Yeah, after your de- week out from your decision, oh, I'm saying you. so. No, yeah. definitely not. No, uh-uh. not regretting at all. No. Not okay, at all. good. No. Getting excited. Trying yeah. to figure out your new schedule, the way it's going to be working, all that kind of stuff. I think the scariest thing about this whole process is um, thinking that I'll have to take a book home and study. I have not oh. done such since like probably 2006 was the last time I pulled a book yeah. out to study. So I'm very nervous about that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's hard. It's easy to focus when you're in a schooled environment, but when you're at home and it's like your responsibility to learn the shit yourself. Like that's what I'm like most nervous about. That that is a skill within itself. Is yeah. just studying and on your own, learning the material without, without your parents yelling at you and saying why aren't you doing it? Like or or you? What do you mean? Just the actual studying? It's such discipline. I had to brainwash myself that I enjoyed it. Like basically, I was like, I love reading 35 pages for each class every day. Right, because if you take it seriously, you're not just gonna go to the school. You know, learn what you learn while you're in school and then go home and forget about it. You know, if you take it serious and you want it to be a profession, you got to fucking hit the books hard in your off time. Too. Is there any part of you that because now I did the I did I signed up for realty school like a while back. And oh, my God. 
the 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 just the wording the just the books and the words and the reading and everything it was just so much it's just just so much and if you're not massively into it it's so hard to try to ingest it and learn it and so i was just like i don't think that realty might be for me uh but i also didn't really wholeheartedly do it i started reading it and was like i was also i think at that time maybe trying to get back on the show the old show at that point so Uh it was kind of like a Weighing your options. Yeah, which one am I going to put more effort into? You definitely have the hair of a real estate agent. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> sure. Right. Thank right. you very much. For I do. Sure. I would look great on a billboard. I can see it. <laughs> right next to the. I'm not going to. I don't know if yeah. we can name drop no. uh, realtors, but whatever. Oh, whatever. I can name drop a realtor. Would you like me to name drop one? How about Dylan Cerruti? Did, did I just unintentionally segue? The Cerruti Segway. team in HomeSmart. Oh, that's go. right. That's right. You're Cerruti a, you're... will get you some booty in a new beauty. Oh, wow. Okay, Cerruti. Now, he went. I was on Instagram earlier, and I saw him going live on Instagram earlier. And Dylan actually wants to come hang out here at the show one of these days. And I, oh, yeah. I feel like uh, because he has been a sponsor and a partner, and, he, and I actually, his Instagrams make me laugh every once in a while. And if you want to follow Dylan, you can do that. At Dylan Cerruti. Dylan with a Y. Uh, at Dylan Cerruti. Slide in his uh, DMs. Uh, if you're looking for a new place, Dylan to get you hooked up. But I thought it'd be fun to have Dylan come in. And I saw him doing like video editing and stuff. I was like, I should put this guy to work. He could edit videos for me or something. And maybe do that. Uh, take until Larry doesn't have to do it. Um, so, uh, but in the meantime, I think he was editing a video of like a, a house that he sold or something, or he was getting ready to show or something. Uh, so he's got stuff out there. And if you're looking for a place, give him a call. 440-364-3250. 440-364-3250. He's always got his phone on him. Always. He's one of those guys. You see those guys that walk around. I don't know if he's a Bluetooth guy. I don't know if he's walking around doing this all the time, you know, in the store. Your piece. Yeah, he's shopping yeah. and he's talking and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. What? And they're like, no, no, no I was I'm on the phone. And you're like, oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to buy cereal. Leave me alone. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, I don't know if he's doing that. But if he is, he might be doing it for you. Finding you the house you've always been looking for. They specialize in lake homes. So make sure you go ahead and try to get into one of the lake homes. Uh, the, the lake home of your dreams. Uh, the Cerruti team at HomeSmart, they can get you in there. So give them a call. 440-364-3250. And again, they're a family business like us here on Another Dumb Show. We're like a little family we've got here. You know what I'm saying? And they take things personally when it comes to finding a home for you and your family. So... Why go to somebody who doesn't give a crap about you when Dylan Cerruti is out there? And if you're looking for a beauty, call Cerruti because he's got a great booty. How about that, Allie? Did you like that? I added that on the end of it. He has a great booty. (laughs) Uh, I did get an email. And we're going to wrap things up a couple minutes early today because um, it's got to wrap things up a little bit early. But I got an email from, hold on, don't cut to it yet, Dan. It's from David. And I thought uh, it would be fun to show he has apparently he calls it his motivation wall i think he sorry. said oh sorry that's okay it was my bad he said welcome to my motivational wallpaper rotation love the show keep up the good work and then it says sent from david samsung galaxy <laughs> uh <clears throat> so he has a wall of motivating uh photos up and looks like this is his cut. uh wallpaper yeah you can cut to me here and this is uh it looks like uh johnny cash there uh flicking people off classic johnny cash big f you yeah big f you and then we got, um, I don't know who that is, but we got another double middle finger. Double time. Double time. Then we got another chick, finger up. 
couple chicks. Oh no, that's not a chick. That's Walking Dead. Yep. Double a middle chicken, finger. Not a chick. A chicken, Daryl. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, think that's, yeah. I don't know their names. I I think that's Daryl. He looks like a Daryl. And then, uh, oh man, look at this handsome guy. Oh, that's a good one. I've made his motivational. I loved that. Walk. I know that's. I know exactly what you were saying when you did that too. You you were saying, I'm not a baller asshole. <laughs> I love I got to flick somebody off to say that I'm not a ball. Uh, okay. So uh, there's me doing it. Uh, he has Mickey Mouse uh, doing double middle fingers. Uh, he has an old lady. I mean, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, my old friend uh, doing that uh, middle finger there. That's and a good one. That's a good that is a classic one. right there. I know that one. And then uh, another double middle finger there. So we've made his rotation wall. Um, I am uh, appreciative of that. I, it's not, it makes me happy. I, I really do, guys. When when I see you guys uh, sharing this things, these things with me, and all your different like uh, setups and the way you have it, I love seeing it. I love seeing it. And B one was showing me. Uh, I guess somebody's just sending her stuff too of what their setup looks like for whatever reason. So uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to like some people. I had a guy say that, and I joked around about having another device. He actually said he got another device because he wanted to be able to watch, uh, be able to interact with the show so he could be part of the League of Dummies wow. and then actually put up his uh, a big watch it on the big screen. So it's very easy to do that. If you have a smart TV or you have a Roku device or any of that kind of thing, uh, just download the YouTube app and then you can watch the show on your big screen. You don't have to watch it on your little tablet or on your little phone. I mean, why look at me on this when you could look at me on this? You know, at home, wouldn't you rather, wouldn't you rather do that? So, uh, big, uh, thanks to Tori in there. Super fan donation from her. I really appreciate it. Um, so I talked about how we've been going back and forth with YouTube about being too, uh, controversial or not con- or like, you know, cause our month, we, we, we talk about stuff and then we post the video and then it, uh, they say, you're not able to monetize this, uh, add suitability or too controversial for the advertisers. So, um, just about every time now. I've been able to request a review and they'll end up uh, fixing it. Right. Except the ones that Campy's on. What's that? Huh. I don't know what you're doing, man. Well, I don't know. Something about you in particular. YouTube doesn't like uh, you. When we uh, have you on, I'll, I'll request those reviews for the ones that are deemed unsuitable for ads. Really? And for whatever reason, when you're on, they say, nope, this guy is uh, he's ruining your show. So uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I have no idea why they're doing it. It's very, very, very weird. So that's why I mentioned that, because I want to thank everybody who submits the super fan donations. There was a real uh, like a big one in there from Jake Aussie. from State Farm to again. from Oh, no, Aussie, Aussie was yesterday. Sorry. Aussie, Aussie had a yesterday. huge one yesterday, but I believe Jake from State Farm put like a $20 one yes, in there, dude. So uh, I really appreciate it. And again, I hate to sound like, a you know, like, hey, oh, give me money. But no, it's. This really is, you know, how we make money, guys. So I do really appreciate it when you guys uh, throw in those donations because that will—that's what will help us move forward, move more stuff, better cameras, uh, more stuff we can do outside. Um, I really have like, I have a really bunch. I have a bunch, bunch of stuff that I want us to start doing outside of the show. And so I've been asking everybody hit the bell, make sure you know because I've been working on these different ideas, and I think they should be a lot of fun. Uh, some of them might be painful, but some of them might just be plain old fun. You know, I decided not everything I do has to hurt. Somebody sent me an email, uh, was giving me a hard time saying, you know, you don't have to do a lot of stunts and stuff like the old show. I said, well, that, a lot of the, some of those, not a lot of them, some of them were my idea. <laughs> you know, yeah, I like exactly. I like doing those things, uh, even though I was doing it to myself. You know, I like coming up with that stuff. It's fun for me. 
Um, so uh, I'd love to torture Dan and Allie and Larry and Lou and, and Campy uh, like the way I was tortured for years. No, I'm kidding. I'll come by for a torture session. No, we. I'd like to do some more stuff, uh, more stuff uh, to just, you know, have a little bit more fun around here as far as just kind of goofy, uh, fun stuff. So we're going to be doing that here moving forward in the future. And again, I apologize. We are going to we did start late today and we are going to wrap a couple minutes early today. I apologize uh, for doing that to you guys. Uh, but uh, we got to do we. I got to get out of here. I got to get Bean Arena. I got to scoop her up and I got to run out of here. And uh, I apologize that I have to do that. I might talk about why here in the next couple of days, but as of right now, I can't really get into it. And I hate being that guy and saying, can't talk about it, but I just can't. Uh, I will get into it though, hopefully uh, very, very soon. So that's going to wrap things up for us here on another dump show. If you have not taken a moment to subscribe to the show, please make sure you do that. If you've not hit the thumbs up for today's video, please make sure you do that. If you're listening on the podcast, in between, you know, wiping your ass, pull your phone out and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because uh, we don't make any uh, ducats on the podcast. You guys are all listening to that courtesy of me right now. <laughs> so uh, in the meantime, at least go over to YouTube for us and uh, you can even do super thanks donations on the old videos. So if you want to go back and watch old videos and do that, you can really do it. So Blue Wolverine said this is to go towards new recaps. Yes, I understand you guys are tired of watching the old recaps. Uh, we will get some new ones in there very soon. Uh, Larry hasn't been here, and uh, we can't cut video without Larry in it. We got to play videos with Larry. That's what keeps people coming back. You know what I'm saying? So we, if he isn't in town, I can't cut up recap videos without him. Nothing against you, Dan. You're doing That's, great. No, no worries there. Larry's a draw, though. All right. That's going to wrap things up. Again, uh, you can always follow the show. Um, I, uh, if you go on Twitter, I do read your tweets, go to it at another dumb show and I'll read your tweets. Uh, Dan pulls them up and, uh, gets them up live there for you guys. Mallory, thank you for the super fan donation in there. <clears throat> you can always email the show, email me directly at another dumb show at gmail.com. I read your emails on the air. You just saw me showing off some of the, uh, some of the pictures people send to me. And of course, uh, you can always give us a call on the phone when we're live. 844-HIT-DUMB. That's 844-448-3862. 844-448-3862. Save that into your phone right now. Uh, go follow everybody on the Instagram and all that good stuff. Slide in Allie's DMs. Say something nice to her if you like her because she's been getting crapped on by people and I don't like it. So uh, cut it out. Be nice to my. Be nice to Allie. Actually, say whatever you want to her. I take that back. <laughs> as long as it's in the comments on the YouTube. Yeah, exactly. No, I appreciate everybody watching and we will be back live tomorrow. Oh, did I just close the wrong one? I just did. I just closed the wrong one. Oh, well. We can't end because the thing I had to play to, to go oh, uh, the, to the, send us out. Yeah, I closed it. So uh, we'll have to wait just, you know, two seconds while that loads up. Oh, well, takes, some, takes a minute or oh, two. Well, hey, so well, real quick. gives us another chance for uh, Sandy donate uh, Sandy Cheeks and the super fan donation she says, Dom, we need a League of Dumb T-shirts. Um League of Dummies t-shirts. That's not a bad idea. I think uh, we talked about Yeasty Teeth possibly being the next t-shirt, but I do like the idea of the... Yeasty Teeth? You're not familiar with Yeasty Teeth? Yeasty Teeth, no. Yeah. Is that another one of your sponsors on the show? Or what no. <laughs> no, that is uh, Larry. Well, one day we were during happy hour. We asked him. Uh, he wasn't drinking. And we we're like, why aren't you drinking? And he goes, ah, Yeasty Teeth. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And he goes, you know, when you drink too much beer and then you like don't brush your teeth before you go to bed you like get like you get a little tooth hurt and you get yeasty teeth okay so that's uh larry has to make sure he brushes his teeth after he drinks beer because otherwise he ends up with yeasty teeth yeasty teeth i love yeah. that it's that's gone well you never you never had yeasty teeth before i've had yeasty teeth. Like I just, you never had some yeah, yeah right 
I think I might actually have some yeasty teeth right now. Oh, gross. Oh, good. Uh, Dan, kiss him and make verify. Scotchy teeth. Hey, is that the next challenge? I'll make out with Dan on the. <laughs> no, that's, hey, that's too I easy. Have ideas. That's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Allie's like, I'm down. Let's. I do was it. all for it. Dan got nervous. <laughs> uh, Zach's uh, super fan donation in there. Thank you very much. Said we heart Allie. We do too. I love Allie too. So all right, you guys. That's gonna wrap things up for us today. If you uh, again, you know, I just gave all that stuff up. We're out of here. See ya.